welcome back. The uh, the luau music is Yay. courtesy of. I'm gonna uh, learn how to play that song the ukule- in Hawaii. Do you play the ukulele? Yes, I sure do. Of course, I do. Of course, you surf. Yes, you have to. It's surf, like a play. prerequisite for being a surfer. I know also... they won't let you into Hawaii otherwise. No, no. I like. I wish we were. Uh, it's just for everybody. Everybody's up up to speed here. Leslie is having head, heading to Hawaii. Which island? Oahu. Oahu for what? Five days. Five days, six days with my mom and my brother. Very lovely. So the uh, the uh, <laughs> Hawaiian music there is uh, a nice send off for Leslie. <laughs> if I had more uh, time to prepare, we would be wearing lays during this I episode. I was thinking actually I was going to bring down my ukulele and play a song, but it looks like you already got it. That covered. would be spectacular. But we do have that, and we'll also like go in there. We'll have some nice waves in the background. Yeah, where I'm going to be. Good surfing. So well, Oahu's the big island, right? So you're yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So and it looks fun. like and it looks like I'll be missing the podcast next week. Oh no, guest host. So you're gonna have to have, have mystery. A guest host. We'll yeah. figure out who it's gonna be. But I uh, could always call in. But you know, I, I think I'll just make everyone jealous. Yeah, we don't want to hear about your gorgeous beach vacation and the sound of the the, yeah. the waves yeah. <laughs> washing <laughs> in uh, the mai tais as we said last week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a, there's now a running pool on how many mai tais I'll be able to drink in Hawaii. Um, so yeah, let's get uh, let's get into the nuts and let's bolts get business. here. Yeah, let's get down to business. Business. Yeah. Um, so let's start out. We'll uh, do what we usually do. Uh, everything's kind of good newsy. So we'll start off with a little good news. Uh, good news session. Your gold's up at uh, when I walked into studio at one thousand two hundred sixty-seven bucks an ounce. You, you how? Um, and then <laughs> uh, so like uh, yeah, that's not even the term. But let's but go. It's, with it's it. so perfect because luau, you have. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Pig roast. Oh god, I'm jealous. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, copper, uh, two twenty-three a pound. Funny little sidebar on copper. I've been talking to a few guys uh, and girls who have mines in Canada. Mm-hmm. And copper's up a bit, but the subsequent movement of the U.S. dollar, it's actually, they're just, they're, they're actually down a little. It's actually worse a little bit for their bottom line if you have mines in Canada. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, companies like Capstone and Pinto Valley in the U.S. are actually doing quite well because of the uh, rise in the price because they were always in U.S. dollars. So, uh, Interesting little sidebar, just uh, some discussions I've been having on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, West Texas Intermediate, $45.83 a barrel. I am feeling that at the pump. In Vancouver, gas was up at one twenty, but one dollar twenty today, or some insane thing. So our carbon taxes at work. Go government. Um, <laughs> TSX thirteen thousand nine hundred thirty-three points, humming along, and the venture was at six hundred sixty-seven points as I walked into studio. So um, a few little macro notes as we usually do. Uh, gold, supr- gold got a bit of a lift uh, after the Bank of Japan kind of surprised markets when they decided not to introduce more stimulus measures. Um, and from what I gathered from some of uh, the uh, higher-up analysts on the commodity side, uh, the Bank of Japan has just taken time to assess the impacts of negative interest rates, which they introduced around three months ago. So um, the conclusion was that it doesn't seem like central banks are in favor of a very strong dollar, which should help gold. Um, and speaking of gold, we'll get right into it because it's like it's earnings spree, like just this absolute monstrous yes, rush of earnings. Out. And we've had uh, Barrick, Goldcorp, Newmont. Uh, Freeport. Freeport. Well, that's on the copper side. We're talking yeah, precious. I know you do love Freeport. I know you do. Love <laughs> uh, we can sneak them in there, though. Uh, but uh, so, yeah. So uh, Barrick was out earlier this week. Newmont was out earlier. I think Goldcorp was aftermarket yesterday. Agnico was aftermarket today. Uh, again, we are recording on Thursday. Mm-hmm. April 20th, 28th, 28th. <laughs> okay. Uh, so just a few little quick rundown. Uh, Gold Corps uh, did, did quite nicely. Uh, 
the analyst consensus for earnings per share was four cents. They posted six cents, so above uh, expectations. Seven hundred forty-eight thousand ounces on the quarter. This is first quarter results uh, at six hundred four dollars an ounce. Uh, so all in sustaining of eight hundred thirty-six dollars an ounce, which is towards the lower end of their guidance. So looking good for the year. Um, and they are uh, reiterated the fact they're looking to make small toehole investments in juniors. So that'll follow up when we talk about Quebec because we got something around Eleanor that I did. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Barrick, just quickly, we'll run through this. Selma did a nice piece on them in the paper that's coming next week. So you can get this in more depth. But 1.28 million ounces. Uh, it's the fourth quarter in a row they've had positive free cash flow. All in sustaining costs are insane at $706 Nicely That's done. Like wild. Uh, and they're, they're aiming to have their it. ASICs below 700 by 2019. So right on track. Barrick um, is back. Barrick is back. That's right what they track. said. I think Barrick the I think back. the new uh the new CEO or the whoever was on the conference call, that was one of their like pitches. That's like, what they said. Barrick's yeah. Back, and it's funny, I was reading it too. They're like, We're not about yeah. victory laps. We're here to set new bars. And I laughed because I was like, Oh, you just made a pun. <laughs> Barrick. Yeah. Bar. Bars. <laughs> um and so they also made a big deal about this Alturas high sulfidation epithermal discovery yeah. that sort of straddles the Chile Argentinian border. Uh, Leslie just got an update on her stock investment. Actually, no. John uh, from Toronto or oh, other, just John tagged me in a photo. Oh, on Twitter? Yeah, on oh, Twitter. Nice, so nice. I'm going to turn my phone on. Hey, John, on you, you're, you're making it on <laughs> yeah, real just, time in the podcast. Um, we will have people from Toronto on. We're working on the technical side of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, uh, how about a Coles Notes or an elevator pitch, this mm. Alturas thing? You did cover it last May. I did. I was speaking to Rob... Akira Mazov or yes yeah yeah, yeah the VPX over at Barrick that's right and I chatted with him a while about it so they they found it they started scouting out the whole El Indio belt in Chile mm -hmm. looking for new porphyry and epithermal prospects and so they did this really cool like large scale desktop study where they zeroed in on the scale yeah, they're really clever, fun. though. Like, when you look at the quality of Barrick's, like, geology presentations and stuff, you yeah. can tell that they've got some quality thinkers behind that team. Yeah. And so they they found the Alturas. It was, like, um, an epithermal play, yeah. and it was hidden underneath this, like, steam-heated alteration cap. Oh, okay. And a little bit of it windowed out where they had some gold grades. So, like, we're just going to drill some holes here. And then, <laughs> and then they, they that was the stumbled up, and that was... I think we should drill some holes here. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Let's do it. <laughs> and so they did. And so th then they um, followed it up and it turned into about like a one square kilometer deposit yeah. that's open in yeah. all directions, basically sitting within a much larger um, steam heated alteration, uh, I guess, like cover. Um, and they tabled a resource on that last year. And let me just pull up those numbers. Oh, yeah, um, do it. So they, they outlined an initial resource for the deposit at 5.5 million ounces, grading 1.25 grams yeah, gold. Yeah, it's like, uh, we were just talking about this before we walked into the studio. A lot of the analysts are losing their their uh, their head on, they say it's like the next whatever, like Yeah, major. well, Rob was saying, he's like, this is our next Valadero. Yeah, and, yeah. And when, when you look at... a lofty at, comparison, that one. Well, yeah. kind of, but not, not really, because when you look at Valadero, mm -hmm. it has 4.7 million ounces within 172 yep. million tons. That's right. With a little bit higher grade of 0.86 gram gold. So mm -hmm. I think the investors are excited because some of the recent drilling that they've been doing this year at Alturas has been showing some pretty good grades as well. So like um, there was one intercept example, it's 46 and a half meters of 1.74 grams gold. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I think people recognize that this is actually a deposit that's only going to get bigger. Yeah. And um, they're just advancing it along. So it's kind of well, exciting. That's good. So let's not, let's not, maybe not, not uh, de uh, 
give the uh, majors so much grief about their exploration because that's like the second week in a row where uh, Agnico has Amaruk and that's looking like I know, a in Discovery and then Barrick's yeah. got this Alturus thing, which we will follow up on. We'll try to get a hold of them and get uh, an update on uh, what's going on down there when the new resource is expected to be out, I assume later this year. Um, so yeah, so that's your update sort of on the majors. Uh, earnings are going to continue to roll out. If you, if you want more, I know uh, Detour uh, was out yesterday. Uh, Oceana Gold um, was out. Uh, B2 Gold's coming up. Um, and what was the other one that was out? I was just looking at them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So many. There's so many. Like, you can't keep track. And the, no, the like base metal guys are good. rolling out, too. Like, Lundin was just out. Like, you said, Freeport's out. Tech, Tech's tech out. Tech had a good quarter. Do, uh, oh, all the... Um all the dividends are kind of yeah, bumping up again. Barrick, back. Tech's dividend. You, you just told me that. Tech's, tech, tech's got five back. cent per share yeah. dividend. Good, Barrick's good. got two cent per share dividend. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're starting to see some uh, good momentum. And yeah, equities have been going a bit on the bonkers side. Like, everyone's like, if you look back at January, you should have been like buying every mining stock. And, but everyone's like, <laughs> January oh, 13th. I told yeah, you, January 13th. Bottom of the market. Yeah. Was yeah, yeah. January 13th. I swear to God. Oh, I just got the, uh, <laughs> John also tagged me. And, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a link to our podcast. So, we're uh, also, I'd like to point out, we're uh, now up on uh, our, our parent company, Glacier Media, has a site called the Press Play Network, and there's a bunch of really cool podcasts up there. We're doing um, a little work with Barry Link, who's kind of heading the project. He's an awesome guy, and he's helped us all out uh, getting this thing launched. Yeah, and hi, Barry. Hi, Barry. Um, so uh, we're now up on the Press Play Network, so uh, just thank you, thank plug you. that into your Google. There's some other really cool uh, podcasts. Some of them are uh, technology-oriented or, you know, uh, some of them are around Vancouver and culture and stuff. So really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but we're now up there, so you can find us up there. And, um, and also one thing, too, that we should mention, yeah. that not just if you like, if you like uh, the podcast and you want to know more about the stories, yeah. get onto the Northern Miner website yes. and get subscribed. De get subscribed, yeah. It's and super we, cheap. Yeah, it's 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 cheap. I believe there's also a special one right now where you get like oh, a few months for free or something like oh that. Oh, my gosh. So it's, it's good. It, 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 get access to our stories. I definitely jump it on. And we're, yeah. we're, there's a lot of new initiatives like we, we mentioned. They haven't launched yet. I'm working on them. But there's uh, Matt's working on. We're lots doing of stuff, podcasts, right. which are going fabulously. Uh, we're doing the data-driven narrative stories with, uh, in partnership with uh, Intelligence Mine and InfoMine uh -huh. and uh, a few other people. And then uh, video will be coming. We're working towards video. Uh, it's a little bit of um, a longer process just to get that all up and running. Um, but uh, also, I. We need more time in a, in a day. I am also doing my <laughs> master's right now, and it's just wild, I know. wild and woolly. So we're uh, we're moving along well here. Well done, but, Matt. Um, yeah, like big pat on the back. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, I don't think my uh, be like Matt's doing too much. That's what my family would tell you. So <laughs> stop taking on assignments. Uh, I don't know if I can. Fully committed. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, enough about Matt. Nobody's that interested. Matt's Let's, amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, nobody's <laughs> that interested. Um, so <laughs> I'm just gonna bump this one off real quick because this happened. Uh, People will recall I covered the um, Lundin Reservoir Timok deal in Serbia. Oh, yes. This was roughly, I don't know, a month ago or somewhere around there. Um, so what happened, and this was uh, <laughs> really hinted at by Reservoir. Like, I kept phoning them, and I was like, hey, can we do a, uh, a, a interview on on what's going on in Serbia and what, what your plans are for your global exploration portfolio? And they're like, no, wait, wait. And I'm like, oh, you guys are doing something. So I knew something was coming. I'm like, because they kept being like, we can't talk right now. We can't talk right now. Um, and so finally it came down the pipe. Uh, Nevsun, which has the uh, Bisha VMS mine in Eritrea, uh, stepped in and just kiboshed Lundin's offer, basically. Yeah. So Lundin had actually been <clears throat> attempting to buy Freeport stake in Timok, which is a new copper porphyry discovery. 
Um, and and uh, Reservoir would have hung around as a 25% JV partner with Lundin. Um, but instead of that, Nevsun comes in and takes out all of Reservoir. Like just, <laughs> we'll take the whole thing. Um, so now they have 100% interest in, as we talked about, uh, Timok hosts the Kukero Pecky deposit, which is divided into upper zone of high sulfidation epithermal mineralization and an underlying lower porphyry zone, this bulk tonnage block cave type stuff. Mm-hmm. Freeport, Freeport wants that still. Um, so what happens is uh, the new Nevsun, which is going to be an amalgamation of, assuming this deal closes in the next couple months, of uh, Reservoir and Nevsun will own 100% in that upper zone, which is, uh, you know, it's um, pretty high grade. I think it runs... Um, with grades in like up to 13.5% copper, so like wild stuff. Um, and I think it's uh, it's about a 13-year mine life based on what they have now or something like that. So Nevsun's going to go in there. They have the right to that, uh, 100% free care, uh, free interest in it. Um, and then uh, they have around 61% in the lower bulk tonnage zone. Mm-hmm. And then assuming they publish a feasibility study, Freeport's interest jumps to 54% and they become operator. But up until that point, Nevsun will be operating it. Uh, so they paid for a reservoir about $365 bucks. Um I think mostly shares, but I'd have to double check. This is a big write-up in this week's paper I did on this. So if you want really nuts and bolts details, you can yeah, jump into that. the paper. But uh, yeah, interesting enough. So uh, the end, uh, sort of the wrap-up story to this is A, uh, Nevsun's actually, <laughs> this is always funny. I was talking to somebody. They're like decreasing their geolito- ge- geopolitical risk by going to Serbia because Eritrea is like essentially a dictatorship, right? So Serbia is, uh, well, old uh, sort of Eastern Bloc, not quite as far ahead as Czechoslovakia or something like that, but or the Czech Republic, but it's 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 apparently from everything I've heard uh, a fairly stable jurisdiction to work in. So uh Nevsun's gonna go in, uh probably redo everything. Pre- uh, Reservoir put out a PEA recently, but I, from what I gathered, Nevsun's gonna pretty much do their own work. So interesting stuff. So um and the other kind of uptick on the story is watch Lendine mining now. Mm-hmm. Because they just tried to buy it for two hundred and sixty two million. Yeah. And now they're gonna be out there looking. Um, so there's a, uh, I'd take a look at anything moderately. Obviously they're not that attached to, you know, something in production. So they'd be looking at advanced stage stuff on the copper right. porphyry side. So keep your eyes on Lindy mining. I'm sure they're out there. I think too, shopping. we should keep an eye out for gold Jubilee because they signed that letter of intent a couple of weeks That's ago right. to secure that. some ground about just 15 kilometers away mm-hmm. from Reservoir. Because mm-hmm. right now in the Newswire, we're not seeing much stories out there about other juniors exploring adjacent to Reservoir. And the T-Mark complex, yeah. They'll be next, right? Um, well, the interesting thing is, yeah, and then so I, I'm assuming Nevsun picks up the JV that Reservoir just signed with Rio Tinto too, right? Because mm, we were talking about right. how Rio Tinto was... Uh, was getting into that area as well. So, I mean, it really, all it comes down to, and we, we've talked about this before on the podcast, is that there's really been a dearth of copper exploration over the last, let's say, 10 years. And, like, seeing grades like you're seeing at TMOC or we talk about um, some of Ivanhoe's intercepts in Down the in DRC, Kamala, right? right? Yeah. Like, it's just rare to see those, especially outside of, you know, countries that are perceived as having and probably do have uh, heightened geopolitical risk. So interesting stuff. Um, cool. Do hop on the paper uh, and check that out. I have a pretty detailed write-up on the uh, how uh, how it came to be, why Nevsun uh, sort of Jack Lundin's offer, and yeah, it was uh, really good. what's going on. So do check that out. That's in this week's paper. Um, and then uh, we're going to follow up here. Uh, we keep coming back, but it's exciting. There's some exciting stuff going on in B.C., we're in Vancouver. The Golden Triangle oh, right. is happening. Yes. Uh, we, we did a, a big update during our Far North thing. Uh, I think Snip Gold's in there, Skeena's in there, Colorado's in there. Yes. Uh, so it's in the paper this week. Our Far North thing, we teased it last week. It's big. I think it's six or seven pages. Cool. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Leslie's uh, coverage on Colorado, 
uh, Skeena or Skeena out yet? Skeena, I just put, I'm oh. going to talk about it today. Okay. Because okay. they just put out the news with much abated breath. We've been waiting all for the um, maiden resource for the Spectrum. Ah, that's right. That's right. Now, the Spectrum Gold Project is adjacent to the GJ that Skeena had just picked up from Tech and NGEX. Um, a Lundin company, just for Yeah, Lundin company. Yeah. Um, and that's adjacent to Imperial Metals Red Chris Mine. Red Chris, yeah. So it's a bit of a big porphyry district. Um, and that's basically what the maiden resource was delivered as. It was it was um, kind of interesting because everyone was expecting a high-grade gold resource. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Skeena has been pitching all along. All along, yeah. Um, but they started doing some drill outs on on the deposit last year and they found it started they started stumbling into a, a copper I remember gold this. porphyry yeah, yeah. yeah and um so they said i was speaking to ron nedelitsky chairman of skina and walt coles president yep. and ceo yep. uh yesterday or the day before and we were chatting about it and he said look you know it was a bit premature to put out this resource but we told everyone that we were going to um because right now they they, and that was the funniest thing. Sorry to interrupt you, but that was the funniest thing in the yeah. press release because I read the press release and there were some comments from Ron. Yeah. And the overwhelming impression I got from the comments is like, I didn't want to put this out. <laughs> like I was, it was like, it's way premature. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a bit odd. And I'm like, even people I talk to again, like on the street or in the pub or wherever I'm talking about mining. Yeah. Uh, they were like, well, I don't see why they put that out like a lot of people were like that's kind of odd. but they like you said they, it was their expectation they promised, they, yeah. they made that yeah. expectation so they had to deliver on it. and good for them too because yeah. i think that's cool mm -hmm. because at the end of the day it's like um we all know how difficult it is to drill high-grade gold deposits oh, yeah. and to be able to like slap those resources into indicate it with just seventeen thousand meters or however much they drilled last year yeah. i mean that's kind of a big ask and so yeah. That's basically what Ron said. It's a, you know, difficult to tie it all in together. Mm -hmm. And so they found that they were more comfortable with going with an indicated inferred resource, which yeah. includes like base metals and whatever. Well, so, I remember you mentioning on the onset, like when you first started covering this, that it would be hard to tie together just due to the nature of the, of the beasts up there. Like it's, they can drop and pigeons be all over yeah, the place. Yeah, right. right? Like just due to the the form formative event that created whatever yeah it's a stock mineral work yeah, mineralization yeah. you really need to have a lot of holes in it in order to gain that confidence in the mm -hmm. resource so right now their national instrument um resource stands at 200 looking statement t-shirts yeah four looking statement t-shirts <laughs> i love those like a little flag um Two hundred ninety thousand ounces of gold uh, within eight point nine five million indicated tons, grading one point oh four grams gold. Yes, yeah, I would expect it higher grade. Yeah, totally. And yeah. then the indicated uh, or the inferred resource accounts for another seven hundred fifty thousand ounces of gold mm -hmm. um, within a bunch of tons at grades of one point oh three grams okay. gold. Again, so is there um, copper in there though? No. And there is copper. There the is cop copper. Sorry, the copper is. 0.11%. Oh, yeah, so it's really it's low grade copper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so, it's not negligible, but it's, it's you know, you need a lot yeah. more uh, more gold to justify that, that well, copper grade. Well, right? Coles was pretty stoked when I talked to him. He was like, you know, we stumbled into it, um, but realistically, we've seen a lift in gold prices right now, and you have a lot of people looking at low grade gold yeah, deposits. Like yeah. Victoria Gold just closed $24 million financing. That's an oxide though. Oh, that is an oxide. Yeah. yeah it's heat bleachable. That's an oxide. Um, that, that, I mean, that's like the pit, like, but the, the other thing that we have to remember with skin is they really don't know what they have yet. They don't know right? what they have yet. So, no. so we can't make, because Victoria's drilled the living heck out of that yeah, thing. It's been there for a long time. Like, so it's not really an analogy. Like, I mean, this is just, this is early stage exploration, right? Mm -hmm. Like essentially. So, I mean, and, uh, 
So they have money left, or do they? They're, they have two and a half million dollars okay. in the okay. treasury. I remember and they raised eight last, eight million last year. Yeah, and yeah. they're planning a four million dollar exploration program at Spectrum this year. Oh wow! And they also have five hundred thousand dollars in exploration commitments for SNP that they just acquired right. from Barrick. From Barrick, yeah. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing some drilling at Spectrum, but they're going to be looking at synergies possibly between Spectrum and also the Donnelly zones on the GJ property. Oh, GJ, yeah. And they're going to do some mat tests to see if it's going to be compatible because realistically they said the only way to build a plant in that area is between the two projects Critical anyhow. Critical mass, yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. so um, they're just kind of looking at looking at that. Yeah, well, that's, yeah I know. So we'll that. see what happens. We'll but see, it's, yeah. it's, it's cool that they delivered in their promise and yeah. um, they're going to keep their eye on the ball, they said. And, um, and they've, they've, they've shown a propensity to raise money. Like they have uh, have successfully closed a few big public placements in the last eighteen months, so yeah. hopefully they continue on, and we'll uh, we'll see another four million at at Spectrum. Well, maybe a little bit more at SNP. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> all interesting. I mean, the uh, as we mentioned last week, the Golden Triangle is kind of going off right now. Yeah, so. there's so much activity up there. It's good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's good. It's good. And um, so yeah, let's stick with uh, gold. Because it's sort of the hot thing going on right now. Everybody, I, I actually did a lot of the data. You looked at some of my data. And uh, I looked at financings over the last 18 months, like on the TSX and the venture. Uh-huh. And this is only for exploration and development. So I didn't include like Kinross or anybody. Um, but uh, gold is like just far outstripping. Like I was showing somebody who's in base metals and they were just like depressed with how little money had been spent on like base metal uh, exploration or development over the last 18 months, but gold banging. So um, I, uh, I've been looking around and I've just, y- you, we've both seen like uh, these little gold juniors suddenly just go from whatever, five cents to like 35, 40 cents. And we're just like, and some of them are doing it because they have been putting out really, really cool news. Like it's not just, you know, uh, leverage on the gold price or something like that. So I um, ran across this company called, uh, okay, this is, I have a question of pronunciation here. <laughs> it, it's it's ser- serious resources, I believe, not like the radio. Everyone's like, you mean like the, the XM radio station? Um, no, no, it's a gold <laughs> company. Anyway, so this these guys are uh, are uh, located in Quick in Quebec. Um, it's about 320 kilometers due north of uh, Matagami, which is around the uh, Gold Corps Eleanor Mine, which we've talked about sort of at length. They're having a little bit of growing pains there. Um, but uh, so Sirius has been up there actually since 2010, but they've really been flying under the radar for like the past three years because they essentially couldn't raise any money. Yeah. Right. So they've drilled maybe like 5,000 meters over the last three years. Um, but suddenly uh, during these re- relatively uh, conservative drill campaigns, they started hitting things. And uh, over the last, let's say since probably late February, their stock price has gone from nine cents to 40 around when I walked wow. in here. Um, so one. what happened? Uh, I, I talked to president and CEO, uh, Dominique Doucette, um, and he was just talking about, uh, you know, well, firstly, he says uh, the timing of we released, they released their drill results right around PDAC. And so, and the drill results, people were like, whoa. And he says, the timing was really good. We we're really happy with the timing. I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> this is excellent <laughs> news. Um, so he said for a long time, uh, it was just that, it was it, it was just bad being a junior, right? Like he was just like, it was just, but he says now he's seeing a, a change in the pattern of trading for exploration companies. And he's like, it's going really well. And he's like, um, there's like careful investors out there and funds looking for like promising undervalued projects. And he said, well, he thinks, you know, they've benefited from that. Um, and one of the, one of the things they did was this is just, this is more of a geological story. So everyone's going to have to bear with Matt here. Cause he Yay, tries to wave through. I'm this excited. Is, yeah. This isn't a, 
<laughs> should have got Leslie. Who there. else is excited with me? Uh, so uh, they'd initially <laughs> been focused on a lower grade, uh, large, potentially large tonic granitic intrusive. Um, but now they've flipped it around. And what they found out is that they have a potential gold bearing structure that runs between the contact of the meta sediments and the tonalite, which is apparently for the region of Eleanor, like a big, a, uh, a common style of mineralization. Like they were talking about how um, a lot of the stuff that they're seeing in core is, is there's some analogies to what gold corp has at Eleanor, right? Um, so they cut this and then they, so, so this was all just like sort of theoretical geology that people were like, oh, oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. And then they put out this whole 50, right? And so this kind of like shored up what they were saying and they cut around 20 meters of 12 grams. Um, and it started about 120 meter depth. So it's not super, it's not like super deep. Uh, so that's when the stuff just went a little bonkers for them. Cause we were like, Oh, maybe they fill it, figured out all the structures and you know, they, they know where to drill now. And, and they did, uh, what, uh, Dominique dis described as wildcat holds too, where they hit some more VG, so more visible gold. So they were kind of popping visible gold off at the right time when gold was going crazy. Um, so he was like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I have to tell you though, you have to be really careful. He's like, it's not us saying that we have a, an Eleanor analog on our property. He's like, people looked at our core and they're like, oh, that looks a lot like it. But he's like, we don't know. And he's like, I don't really care. He's like, there can be a lot of different gold type systems in I can area. imagine that they're all going to look the yeah. same. Well, that's why I remember, remember we same went. greenstone belt. This is the funniest because I was like showing Leslie the story. And I'm like, you got to get on their website because these guys, because Leslie's always. This made my day. Complaining about how A, companies don't post drill collars. Oop, that was my pen. And B, that... Uh, they don't post geology maps. They don't post geology maps or pictures of core. Or pictures of so core. So we go on Sirius' site and they have all of that. Oh my God. And I was a geology... Yeah. I was a geologist again for five minutes yeah. and I was frothing. Yeah. Wasn't I? And it was cool. Like they do have some cool VG and like it, the core looks pretty interesting. The core looks great and you can really kind of put it in perspective because the thing is, is that if you put up a picture of your drill core, you can have like a honking awesome intercept. But then you put up the photo, it offers investors an opportunity to say, hey, wait a second, they intercepted that like that mineralization right at a good yeah. angle yeah exactly right because you can actually see if if you that drill hole just went straight down the center of of a of a vein and, and just that, that's along what it, uh don't, don't want to talk to him is is the big breakthrough they had was the orientation of the drilling right? oh yeah they were drilling Nailed it yeah they so it's they, like 30 they, degrees it it's this like. kind of i think it's a northwest southeast turning structure that they think is yeah. really promising um but he was very careful when i saw him he's like this is very early he's like we're getting our structural geologists out at the end of may to really nail down what we have here and look at he says there's about five different really promising sort of targets one golden till anomaly right on the border of the eleanor Gold Corp's Eleanor claims. Um, so cool little story. Uh, they have been doing really well. So as a result of this, Gold Corp came in, exercised a right, and now owns the 19.9% in the company. Oh, so yeah. they participated in a recent financing. Uh, Sirius actually raised $5.5 million, uh, which was a mix of hard and uh, flow-through units. Uh, so they have quite a bit of cash. Um, and he says now they want to drill 10,000 meters. So they're going to, they're going to, but first he's, we need to optimize the drill program, get the structural geologists out there. Cause a lot of people are really like excited and it looks like it could be, you know, a, a good discovery, but first they really want to nail down where they want to drill and what's their priorities and all that stuff. I really like them. I don't yeah. know who they are, but I really like <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. They're no, they're, they're they won my heart at that, yeah, that yeah, picture. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, exactly. There's this like really, I'll put it with the article when I post oh, it. Oh, totally. But, we should uh, be doing that too. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Leslie was just, um, uh, love this picture. There's a really, it's actually hole Please 52, check it out. the yeah. 12 gram hole we were just talking about. And you can see the lithologies like cut, they cut you up the lithologies. You can see the, the fabric in the, the yeah, core like, and everything. Really cool. You're like, yeah, that's the shears. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so cool story. So yeah, I talked to him. Um, and the other, uh, so yeah, they're, they're near like a, an amazing, they went as high as 51 cents, like before Ooh. kind of cooling off a little bit, yeah. but, uh, only have about a hundred million shares out. So relatively reasonable, uh, capital structure. Um, and now they have this cash. So it, it's going to be an interesting story to watch moving forward, uh, because they have a lot of smoke now. Um, and it's a company that really flew under the radar because they didn't want to spend all their money during the down markets. And now that things have sort of thawed, as, as uh, we talked about during our interview, um, they have the capital now where he says, we're ready to go, we're hitting high gear, and now we're going to take this thing and see what we have. And hopefully the market, after we drill 10,000 meters, can see what sort of deposit we have. So cool little story. I, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I actually just wrote that up. So that one is uh, probably won't be in paper till next week. But interesting, uh, interesting company. Uh, I'd take a look at it. I mean, again, early stage prospective so i can't um, wait but, for their next news release yeah you're gonna check it now they've got leslie uh, yeah i'll just get my hand lens and yeah, like lean right like, up close uh, to, yeah, the, to the monitor <laughs> it's like like learning, <laughs> trying to use your hand lens on the computer monitor i feel like that's bad for your eyes i don't know though that's i like, start i take i take out the whiteboard marker and i start drawing <laughs> that, that's actually a good deal yeah, yeah, yeah just as long as you don't accidentally take the permanent marker yeah or exactly. blow out pixels yeah exactly exactly yeah, the Freeport stuff. Okay, so this is good. This is. Fun. Can we please have a? Yeah, laugh? we can have a laugh about this. So Freeport is currently. Well, you here. You you have the background. So why don't you? Uh, well, you Freeport it? just came out with their with their results. I haven't actually delved into it too much because, mm-hmm. a, I'm a Freeport shareholder, so I don't do it for my job. Uh, that's something <laughs> that I do on my time off. And as yeah. you all know, I've been packing and getting ready for my Hawaiian mm-hmm. trip on my time off. But the the news that did come out is that the the Indonesian government finally came back with their perception of how much ten point four six percent stake in in the Indonesian yeah, okay, um, yeah, subsidiary of yeah, of yeah. grass of uh, Freeport is worth. Yeah, of Grassburg. And yeah. it's it's so hilarious. Okay, so Freeport originally pitched saying that our um, the market value of that ten percent stake is worth like one point seven billion dollars. Yeah. Right. And yeah. everyone's been waiting for it, waiting for it. And the Indonesian government had been like chatting and, you know, and then they came out, I think last week and they said, no, actually it's going to be on replacement value. And in our perception, that's only worth $630 million. So half. Like even more. Yeah. Less than half. And and, yeah. and I laughed so hard because I don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but I used to live in Indonesia Yeah. and I just found it so funny because I was like, wow, Grassberg actually has the bartering value exact same as a crappy yellow Bintang t-shirt <laughs> on the sewage laden streets of Kuda. <laughs> you know, you go in there and you're like, you know, this is a cool t-shirt. Can I get this for like, I don't know, 20,000 rupiah? And they'd be like, no. 100,000, and then you always meet in the middle. Yeah. It's a classic yeah, it's, bartering system. Yeah, and I mean, it's a Southeast Asia. I mean, when I'd backpack through uh, Laos, Cambodia, Thailand, oh, you Philippines. Did? Yeah, yeah you like about it, was, this. it was it was similar. Like you start high, start high, <laughs> start low, and hope to heavens you meet in the middle, or else you're probably, yeah. pay, you're probably paying too much. Exactly. Um, so I, I, I would like to say, I bid, I'm going to put down that they're going to finally agree at 1.1 billion. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Leslie's, Leslie's, uh, Leslie's, the, the analyst, I told the analyst consensus I've seen is about one, two. Yeah. One, two. Yeah. I say, one I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make it a little bit closer. I can make it 1.14 1. 
It'll be interesting because uh, if I win this, you're gonna. We're also watching Newmont too for for the Batu Hijau yeah, sale because Newmont's there. getting out of there because Newmont's yeah, just like I actually uh, covered Newmont's quarterlies, which were uh, earlier. I think last week actually, uh, but they did update on uh, the Batu stuff and they said it's not really. They're still waiting for financing, trying to nail the deal out. So yeah, well the thing is that Freeport's so committed because yeah, they yeah. their contract of work expires in 2021, but they're looking at developing like a big underground part. It's an 18 billion dollar expansion. So yeah. they want to have assurance that they're going to be able to make that eighteen billion dollar investment and get that contract of work extended. That's you right. Know? Yeah. And yeah. so there's and they've got to divest this ten percent. They have to divest another ten percent by twenty nineteen. On top of it, there are still negotiations for a five hundred thirty million dollar bond that they have to put towards like a two point seven billion upgrade to Indonesia's only um, smelter in Java called Gresik. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. And all this, of course, I don't know if anybody ha- isn't familiar with what's going on in Indonesia, but the government in 2015 came out and, um, with a new mining law yeah. restricting the export of any concentrate. Exactly. Yeah, in order yeah. to promote like local business. So Freeport's definitely going to be... Um, I don't know. There's a lot of negotiations yeah. going on right we'll now. We'll see. This might la- all of this yeah. might lag until the law goes away. And we can we'll see. Yeah, and we can we'll only see. and we can yeah. only imagine what it's gonna what it's gonna be like. So I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe no, maybe I won't mention that story. I was, I was, I was. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, well, let's let's record it, and then if it's bad, we don't have to. Uh, actually, no, never mind. We'll, no. Wait, we'll, we'll 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 bandy the idea around, and and maybe we'll uh, no, we'll know. tell you a great story one of these days. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I, see. I've I've met other Indonesian bureaucrats. How about that? Oh, when I was traveling. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember And this they're story. they're very okay. interesting people. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, there's uh there's uh some uh, uh how would you put it? Flexible morality involved in the uh, maybe yeah yeah uh, slightly uh, yeah so anyway not, not not this new government though and that's no, 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 and that's no, no. a different how it used to because they they broke down yeah. on corruption yeah, that's um, right, that's when right. I was traveling through there's a lot of corruption going on they broke down on mm-hmm. it and then they have this new Indonesian government and in that's like seriously have got their eyes on the ball and they want to see a lot of local development happening in Indonesia and really boosting their economy so it's a different story there now compared to what, what it was what my perception of it was like a couple of years ago when I was traveling around and stuff but yeah 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 it's yeah. A, <laughs> Like, that's what they're trying to change, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so the other, and I was like, can I buy you for being friends? I'm like, okay, no. For being friends, yeah, that sounds like, that's a creepy thing. I know. Holy <laughs> smokes! I don't. I can't get spread. into yeah. this story. It's yeah, no, too no, embarrassing. No. Yeah. Actually, now standing in front of the mic, it was it was totally innocent. It was just. I'm it's just, just it was out. it was a communication breakdown. <laughs> We're trying to avoid those here at the Northern Minor Podcast. <laughs> um, so. I'm crying. It's it's all right. Leslie's having a bit of a laugh attack. We'll be cool. I can fill the silence <laughs> as you laugh. <laughs> but oh uh, one of the things, uh, again, we'll mention this again. Uh, the CIM conference is coming up. Yes, uh, CIM's coming starting up. Starting on Sunday, uh, what is it, May? May well, 2nd to the 4th. Yep, yeah, 2nd to the 4th. Um, and uh, I'll be down there. Our publisher, Anthony Vicar, will be in attendance. Uh, I and uh, we'll be having a good time. So do, uh, if you see me, uh, look for the name tag. Leslie, again, will be surfing I'll be in Hawaii. In so surfing in Hawaii. I'll and be covering that one solo. And uh, I, unfortunately, I will be missing the awesome Women yes, Who Rocks that's event. the thing we wanted to mention. Yeah, yeah. just another plug, guys. Um, if you haven't booked your ticket, please do. Go out and check out uh, the Women Who Rock. They're having a panel discussion to discuss possibility of having a their star event in Vancouver next year called uh, Auction for Action. Okay, okay. So it's Tuesday, um, May 3rd, between 5 to 7 p.m. at the Fairmont. Ticket is $50. Ooh, well worth it. Um, you go in there and you, you uh, enjoy a fabulous evening uh, and talking about a wonderful event that could be coming to Vancouver. Yeah, that's a good one. So uh, I think the contact is Alina. 
Elena um, Mayer. Yeah. And uh, she's with PwC. You can just plug uh, Women Who Rock into your uh, fancy Google machine and uh, Find out what it'll, it's all about. Uh, it'll transport you to the information that you require. Um, so before we jump into tweets, I just wanted to, there's one, one subject that I must broach. Uh, I would just like to give a shout out to Geotech. I don't, I don't oh, yeah. know who is running the social media account at Geotech. But he's the best. Thank you. She's or the she's best. the best. He's the best. I like. Yeah. It's a mysterious figure. I know. We don't know. I don't who know. Geotech. I would uh, <laughs> please reach in, out to us. I I, I think they're they're Ontario based. They're in, yeah. They're, Aurora, and they provide geophysical yeah, services. Yeah. I'm gonna give you guys a plug. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah Geotech Geotech. So yeah. they, they they've been uh, very interactive with our podcast, which we we do appreciate and we do appreciate yeah. the listenership. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Geotech for being very loyal listeners of our show yeah. and also tweeting, which is great. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> mysterious uh, Wizard of Oz behind the Geotech yeah. uh, Twitter <laughs> or uh, social media account. Thank you. And uh, if one day you do choose to step forward, we will give you a uh, bit of a shout out by name as oh, well. Oh, we can always give them a forward looking statement t shirt. Oh, they do want one of those. We should, we should actually sell those. <laughs> uh, genius business idea. We're both going to retire. Um, so, yeah. So $20,000. Let's, uh, let's bust in with our tweets of the week. Okay. Um, this week we'll have sounds of like ocean birds from Hawaii for this is going to be a Hawaiian themed show I, I can't this. wait to look up all I can't this. wait to yeah it's going to be up, super awesome look it up down there uh, so I got a, a few tweets as we usually do uh, let's kick through them here uh, mining.com our friends over at mining.com uh, this is a funny one because I have a personal opinion uh, Kyrgyz law enforcement agencies search Sentara Gold's office and they run the Kumtor mine in uh, the Kyrgyz Republic um, and funny enough I had interviewed uh, Sentara CEO Scott Perry Maybe two months ago, three months ago. I can't remember exactly. And he had been like, oh, don't worry. The problems in the Kyrgyz Republic are over and they're totally fine. But apparently they got their offices raided. So there might be some uh, newfound problems there. Uh, we'll follow that up. I, I'll give Scott a call and see what's going on there. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, so there's, they're having trouble at, uh, at Kumtor again, probably. So we'll take a look at that one. Uh, Visual Capitalist, who is a cool Vancouver-based company. That yeah, does, I love uh, Visual Capitalist. Fun, uh, inf- fun and informative infographics. Always. Recently did one on the, <laughs> the zombie mining company crisis, as I've come to call it, where there's like too many zombie mining companies on the uh, the venture exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, in There were 589 zombie mining companies uh, in 2015 that people really, really were going on about. Like this was a big topic. Um, and uh, according to Visual Capitalist data, the 68% are still zombies. So it's not. I'm always like, yeah, the data that I'm like, there's, but there's also guys like, like we just talked about Sirius who were cut back on their expenditures so that they could survive. And now they're coming out of the gates red hot right but at the same time there are lifestyle companies and it's a big yeah but you look at their name serious they're serious they are so i don't even know right? if that is the pronunciation i'm gonna get like a well, like it's actually serious <laughs> i don't know can Man. you do your french accent uh he is no i, I think that was a good one I just <laughs> that was so not bad um so uh the other one uh this was uh straight from the northern minor twitter account another um uh, uh, very topical thing was that the Shanghai Gold Exchange launches a benchmark price. Mm. Um, so basically, uh, China is uh, introducing a gold benchmark uh, to reflect local market flows and reduce gold prices' dependency on the U.S. dollar. So this was a big. Uh, there's still some talk going on about the impact of this and what's going to be happening. But um, so hop over to the site. There's a, a report from the World Gold Council. Um, on what the Shanghai Gold Exchange is doing and a little bit of background, so that one's interesting as well. Uh, Susan Taylor from Reuters, uh, this one, this one, I think this is breaking, or this is close to being, this is breaking news. Uh, Gold Corp's computer network was compromised. <gasps> 
they're working to determine the full impact uh, and working on to increase security with IT firms. So what I got here, this is actually like, like sort of, well, I don't want to say it's like Ashley Madison. I mean, what what happened here is that uh, it was a Facebook hackers claim to have hacked uh, <laughs> Goldcorp and leaked a trove of data online. Oh, uh, so the sample data document reveals employee correspondence on 2013 performance, uh, 2014 compensation rates, bank account information, proprietary data, uh, 2016 budget information. Anyway, a bunch of really sensitive sensitive mumbo jumbo here um and it's uh the full 14.8 gigabytes stolen database includes uh treasury like all those things um and so these these uh these these hacker individuals i'm just just so old and hacker individuals uh (laughs) they are threatening several more data dumps that are being prepared of gold corp's data um why do they hate gold and the next dump will include 14 months of company-wide emails Emails containing some good old-fashioned corporate racism, sexism, and greed, and I'm just like, oh, good lord. Uh, so there's, there's, this is, this is ongoing right now. Uh, so there are some, some, some hackers out there. Watch out! I, I actually just read a. Uh, I have, a, I still have a Hotmail account. So. Well, you know, I've talked to some companies who actually keep their minds offline, like they don't, they're not actually connected to a. It's a closed network. Oh, really? Like so, an operational mind they keep it as a closed network. This, this sounds more like it was a corporate thing, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, cute. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up the phone on that one because that sounds uh, pretty interesting and topical considering all the hacking that's been going on lately. Those damn hackers. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that uh, wraps up our our uh, Bon Voyage Leslie show. Yes, um, I'm so, running to the door. Right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's actually I'm not leaving till tomorrow. Till but. tomorrow, yeah, yeah. So you'll uh, enjoy a, a fine uh, five days in mm-hmm. Hawaii and. We will have a mysterious guest host next week, which yeah. everybody will have to tune into, and we'll see who uh, who steps up to the plate here. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, yeah, so that's it for the week. Uh, do enjoy. Uh, do enjoy your Monday. Mahalo. Uh, mahalo and aloha to Leslie. And aloha. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>